When you were looking for a business podcast, you might not have thought that I'd be bringing a rabbi into the studio, but this may be one of the most important episodes I ever do, whether you're Jewish or not, so don't take that as a, as a sign to put you off, but I want every person to listen to this episode. Joining me today is Rabbi Sands Millen, who is Managing Director of the charity Gift, and his aim is to build a culture of giving. But before he became director of a charity, before he even became a rabbi, he was an accountant in the city for four years. He was then director of JEM in the States. Then he moved back to the UK and joined the JLE, where he worked for a number of years in the campus division, which he later became the director of. And now he is managing director at Gift. So I'm gonna jump straight in Thank you for joining me in the studio, Rabbi. Thank you so much for having me. What a pleasure. Really now, tell me in a nutshell, what is it that, that the gift aim is? The gift aim is very simple. The gift aim is to create a culture of giving, like you said, to encourage people to develop their attitudes and their behaviors towards giving so that they will become more outward focused and to, as we say, build the giving muscle. So would you say that's education? Would you say it's training? What is it that creates this culture? It's a very good question. For us, we believe it's education. We believe that actually going out there and showing people that, and by teaching them, sometimes in the classrooms, but a lot of time, uh, the actual way of teaching is by doing and getting people feeling and experiencing the feeling of being a giver. Uh, we see it often, sadly, that uh, in this generation especially, people are very inward focused and very me, me, me. And uh, we're trying to develop a completely different outlook to look and where I can help and what I can do for people. So in the context of gift, I understand that means things like your packathons, your legendary packathons mm -hmm. where people will come every week, pack up the food uh, donated or either by individuals or by, by distributors and supermarkets uh, into packs which are then delivered around to other people, uh, all anonymously, the uh, people in need uh, of support for, for food on the table. Um, and that's a great context for, for individuals coming to the warehouse, to the packathons, for schools. I know you bring groups in. Sure. In the context of, of a business, of a leader, of companies, um, how can businesses get involved in building this culture? Okay, that's a and I know I'm putting you on the spot no, here. No, it's good. Uh, what, we've do what I've done is we've created a gift in the city. And that is something that we're looking to try and get into the city, get into the corporate world, uh, because we believe that, and we've seen this change from 30, 40 years ago, uh, very much now, there is a, a thinking and a culture of uh, what is the purpose? Of, it's not just selling coffee and it's not just m making money. All the big corporations are looking to develop some sort of corporate responsibility, social responsibility towards helping the world. They, they, they're making money and they should car carry on making money, uh, but in the same breath, developing a, a outward focus, as we call it, and looking in different ways to do it. So we are trying very hard to walk into that world. It's, uh, I mean, we've, we know what the last four months has looked like, so we've uh, lost a bit of um, time there, but uh, we are trying to get involved with different corporate uh, structures, with different at a, um, different levels, management level, to 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 show them our curriculum. We have a curriculum of teaching, of education, of understanding the the, the basics of what a giver is, and we're looking to develop our programs within their you know structure. We've already worked in Clifford Chance. Uh, Ernst & Young uh, did a program with us. 
so we, we are starting to develop and look into different places where we can really... So those are some very big names you've mentioned. Uh, EY, Clifford right. Chance. Um, for someone who is running a smaller business, maybe they only have a team um, of... I'm not sure. If, they're having, if they, someone has a team of, let's say, five people, 10 people, 20 people, 100 people, still, it's not on the level of Ernest & Young where they're, where they're investor-backed and they can blow 100 grand uh, on a scheme. How would you say that, su that, that a smaller business can, can encourage employees to use their time to give without compromising the business? So w what we've seen is, uh, as we were discussing, there is a move to giving uh, each employee at least one day a year some are giving two days a year to go out and do whatever they want. Uh, we, a few months ago, just at the turn of the year, uh, in January, we had uh, a, sm I wouldn't call it small, but relatively, as you said, smaller uh, law firm. And uh, from, not in the city, from uh, Finchley, and they came, eight of them, and they came and they did a packathon, they got involved, they brought food to us, they, they the part of their few hours was bringing food, uh, collecting food, bring, doing a packathon, learning a little bit more about what else we do, different volunteer opportunities, and it was a great experience for them, and they, they had a, a great time, and we had a great time being involved with them. So I suppose there are more advantages than, it's not just charity, it's, it's team building at the same time. I mean, the charity is obviously so important, but yeah. there's a lot of benefits that come out of it. Of course, so we do a, a very special program called the Supermarket Challenge. Unfortunately, a lot of the families that we support are on uh, less than 10 pounds a week for food. Very hard to think about it. A few cups of coffee in the city and there you go, 10 pounds. I think two so cups of coffee in yeah, the city probably these days. Probably one shot uh, in a club. So um, how would I know that? Um, <laughs> but uh, so what we do is a supermarket challenge. It's very simple. You get in groups of three. They've got 10 pounds. Uh, we do tr try to keep it to 30 people. And uh, they go, and they've got 40 minutes to go buy a whole list of good foods, perishable, non-perishables, uh, things like you know, tuna, a can of tuna, a can of pasta, a, all these different kinds of things. And then they get graded. They go back to the from Tesco. They go off to our warehouse, um, and we've got a marking system. And if they they have to hit 10 pounds, it's got to be at 40 minutes. They can't come later. Um, and there's a whole bunch of different ways. And it's we had one of the CEOs of quite a big company uh, say to us, he, he said it was the best team building they did. They, they, they said, first of all, it didn't cost them thousands, it cost them 10 pounds each. Uh, they brought the, you know, they gave the money. And they, he said th they learned about different things. They learned how to give. They learned what people are going through. Uh, and they had such fun doing it and a team building and there was a lunch afterwards and you know it was a really good experience for them. So that is something that we're trying to do a lot more. We do that with, um, we've had over a thousand uh, participants in 2019 and uh, with schools and but now we're looking into the corporate world to do that uh, downtown as well as uh, in our branch. So one problem that may be raised is people might say Oh, I would do this, but I'm worried it will be look like I'm taking advantage or I'm capitalizing on, 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 the, on a charity for PR because that's what they're worried critics might say. So what would you say to a business leader who has that fear that they'll be criticized as, as capitalizing on, on a charity or of, of taking advantage of other people's situation for their own business purposes? If, if they do have that genuine will to help and that will to give and train their people to give, how can, we, how can, how can business leaders know that they'll avoid that criticism? I think that's a great question. I think 
it starts with the top. It starts in management when you and you've got to see what the manager's doing outside of his two hours allotted or two days uh, allotted. Is the manager ever volunteering anywhere? Is he contributing to society in a way of uh, charity? Um, what are what's their values? And when you start to see their values and you see that they are genuine, then you can see that it's flowing downwards. It's going down towards their their staff. And I and then I think you know I've got no. Pro I don't believe it's such a, a problem that they might be seen to be capitalising because charities need corporate corporation help. We do. We need uh, the grants and we need the the manpower and the expertise. Uh, we I'll give you an example. We've got a group of three or four accountants now, uh, very good quality accountants, and they've given up two hours of their month to help us and help our families that uh, come into a bit of tough times to advise them uh, financial advice. That's invaluable. To pay for professionals' time in that sense. Exactly, and, and you get be thousands. I'll give you another example. We, I've got, uh, we, we created a brochure and I have uh, someone that's at uh, um, one of the very good advertising firms in the, in the city, and he's very high up. He's got a prestigious, prestigious um, uh, client as, a, uh, as the biggest client that he maintains. He gave me one Sunday afternoon five hours. We sat from about three till eight. Going through my brochure, he ripped it to pieces. But you know what? Uh, over 100 changes, edits. But I could never pay him for that. And he gave me, never, uh, he's, uh, I'm telling you, it's unbelievable what he gave me, the amount of probably a thousand pounds an hour. Um, and here he's sitting with me, happy to, and then reverts, and then edits, and then email, and that's what we need. We need corporations involved. So I don't, I, I don't feel that they should ever feel that they, they, t they take advantage and they get seen to, we need their help. And do you think they should be wearing it on their sleeves and putting it on their website? We support these charities. Yes. Or do you think they should be keeping it quiet? No, I think I think they need to get involved, uh, get their hands dirty. Uh, but they could be getting involved and keeping it so only their team know. But then that's getting involved and saying, "Oh, look what we did. We went and helped gift. Look what we did. We went and our staff go to this charity." Is it something that we should be advertising? It could be. It could be. I don't know. This is really your ex area of expertise. I, I've, I hear what you're asking. I feel that it's a very positive influence on especially on the young people the young people are now and and they are as much as there's a inward focused i need a me 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 attitude and sadly we saw it a little bit at the beginning of the lockdown people running after toilet paper um, and things like that uh, but it changed quickly and but i think young people as much as they are me 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 in terms of i need my job it's me i need to take care of myself which we all should have some sort of uh, self-preservation and care um, I think there are people, the younger generation, are looking for, for guidance and for, for inspiration from our leaders about taking care of the world. They, they, we didn't have 15-year-old uh, environmentalists 25, 30 years ago. That just didn't exist, really. Now we've got people winning prizes, and, 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 and rightly so. They are stand, standing up and saying, we need to take care of our world. We need to help the people there that don't have food. We need to, to you know, help ambulances, whatever it is. So there is this kind of shift, I believe, in, in their thinking. And corporations need to take a lead and show, show the world that it's not just money, money, money. We, we, take, care of the, we take care of people. We, we a lot of, and, and yeah, put it on the website, great. Show us how, how, much, uh, how much of your 
uh, your income went to to corporate uh, to charities. How, ma how much time out of your all your time went? I'm great to see that on a on a bottom okay. of a website. I think. Yeah, no, well, as I say, it's your area of expertise. And, and I, I think that will help allay the fear of should we publicize this? W will it be taken the wrong way? Whereas what I think you're saying is that actually it can inspire more and it can help contribute to the culture of giving, as we've spoken about a couple of times, which itself is very, very valuable. Exactly. Now, you've spoken about corporations. We've spoken about big companies and we were talking about the time you might get from a CEO um, who can afford to give that time very easily. Um, and if you were to come to me and say, draw, can we have an hour to talk about you know, marketing or, or business, I, I, could give a, I could give you an hour, I could give you two hours on the phone, it wouldn't cost me anything in that way. Um, now, when I was in the events industry, I saw it quite a lot, a lot of charities and schools and community organizations run events yeah. um, on a budget, and they'll often be turning to, to event suppliers who are often small, often starting out, often freelance, uh, and themselves want to support the charities, but do, do also need to protect their own incomes. And also people who, as well as charities, which is maybe, maybe I should be asking these questions separately, but you've got charities and people who want to have a, a wedding or a bar mitzvah, they want to have their simcha, their celebration, right. but they are on a budget. So for those, those freelancers, those people who, are, who have to look out for their own income and there is their job, their violinists, their photographers, their videographers, their singers, their, right. their graphic designers who are asked for help for charities, how, how do you advise that they manage the expectations of the charities when they do need to to make some money as well of course um what 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 in your mind is fair what, what's the way to approach these things very good sure good questions Joel. um so i that's a good question i think first of all i think that everyone should be entitled to make a a living and a fair living and uh, you know good quality is gets rewarded i always believe you provide a service you provide value you get rewarded for that, and you should deserve deservedly. So, what we, you know, encourage or we discuss, or people have approached us. We, we recently did a very uh, uh, fun event and uh, quite quickly pulled it together. And uh, the people offered back their ten percent of their tithing, their masse, um to us, which was a very kind gesture to say, "Listen, this is the cost, but I'll give you back my masse. Um, which uh, in which really does can I just us? interject and yeah, explain sure. Masa, uh for those who wouldn't know is a Jewish concept where one gives ten percent of their earnings back to a charity. Did I say that right, Rabbi? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yes, uh, so someone someone could work for charity, you're saying, and then choose to give that ten percent, which they would be giving anyway, back to the charity which Ex is asked for support. Exactly. So that that's a really big help to to the charity and help them. They 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 charging a price. They're charging two thousand pounds, but they're giving two hundred pounds. Uh, back, so it's really £1,800, and, and it works for us. We get a 1800 it's more in our budget, and they're getting £2,000, but 200 of it is not theirs, in according to Jewish law. Um, it goes, like you said, uh, to the poor, or, you know, it would have gone to the current, so uh, the priest. So that's, that goes, you know, back to us, and uh, they're happy, and we're happy. So that is a way for them to, to be encouraged. And also, we, you know, we, we give them a big up. We will give, if someone does a good event and we put it on our social media, we try and, and encourage other people to use these people that are, are doing that kind of thing, that are, are outward focused and looking to help out the, the smaller charities or bigger charities. I suppose it is, it's a good balance when, if, if, uh, if someone is giving you a discount, if someone is uh, supporting a charity, wh whether they are doing it for free, whether they have said, I'm really sorry, I can't do this for free because it's my business, but yeah. um, I, c I can work with you on this. The, you know, people do say exposure. 
And, and the word exposure, whether it's for photographers, for performers, um, we, kind of, we kind of laugh at it. But if you're, I guess if you're going that little bit extra, it's a way that the charity can give back and say, we, we're not just going to tell you it's exposure. We are going to go out and promote. And, you know, yeah. and I suppose for each one has their, that, that's not going to replace someone's salary. That's not yeah. going to, but it's a little gesture and, and, and the performers and the, and the artists can do the same in return. And I, I see that nice balance of we will give you, you will give us, uh, each one what they can do. And I think it's, as you said, that everyone has, needs to look out for themselves and have that self-preservation instinct, but then also having a giving instinct exactly. and so finding their balance. 100%. So we, what, even on our last event that was just a few weeks ago, um, the caterers, uh, we have, you know, a few people said we like the food and uh, I've given them the number and I know that they've already picked up one bar mitzvah from that. Um, same, you know, with the, the, the events person as well as the, the photographer. So uh, it's, it's a, we, we are trying to help them because they try to help us and they do something kind to us and help the smaller charities and just give charity, which is uh, really helpful for us. So... I want to. I, mean, I am coming back to the same question slightly, but for a for a, you know a freelancer, an artist who is approached and asked for something for free, and they and you said that they can say no. You say that they can say, "Listen, I can't do this. I need to charge." Um, often they'll feel uncomfortable. So, what would you say to them so that they don't feel so uncomfortable saying to a charity, "I'm sorry, but I can't do this." I, I try not to ask for f for freebies for good service. Um, just because you want you want them to to provide the, the top quality, so you want them to first of all they need to earn, and they do. Um, yeah, if you know it's your first cousin and uh, you're doing an event and he's a brilliant photographer and he says, listen, I'll do it, you know, I'll do it for for this one, I'll do it for free. Okay, you've you've scored kind of thing. But I don't believe, uh, you know, I never asked any of those uh, any of our the, the photographer, the videographer, the production, the food, do it for free. Um, you know, I don't think that's the right attitude, even for a charity. Now, they know it's charity money, and they're trying to make their, their, their bit. And, and like I said, uh, good service should be paid. I don't really... So if, it's for free, if someone's doing it for free, that's, no, that's really their suggestion. And I, I've yet to ask someone, please, will you do it for free? I think a lot of a lot of creatives and a lot of freelancers and small businesses will be appreciative to hear that, mm -hmm. um, and it gives them back the power to to turn to a com to turn to a charity, and if they want to do something for free, they can approach a charity directly and say, "You haven't asked me. Yeah. I would like to give you this," and that's in, on their terms. If they have a free weekend, where and they they've made the salary that they want to make and they want to give, and th yeah. that comes down to their culture of giving rather than having to ask. Exactly, and and as we as I mentioned earlier, just the idea of you know someone that if, the, if they, they, they get nervous, like they, they, they don't want, you can't expect them to, to, to do it for free. But we've had, we had someone say to us, I'll give you a second uh, photographer and it will be half the price, the second photographer instead of the full price. Those are, those are really helpful. The for little us. bits. Exactly, the little things that they can squeeze out for themselves. They know they're gonna make a, a living. And then do, but, but even back to the, the guy that helped me with our brochure. Could, he knew I was never going to ask him to. I was never going to offer him, can I pay you? He's a high-flying executive. Uh, he has a skill. He has a very good skill. And he wanted to give back. He gave back five hours of his Sunday, um, which was incredible. And like I said, multiple emails. That, I, d I went to him and I said, would you be able to help me 
just advised me. I didn't expect five hours. I really didn't ask him for that. We sat for one. It became two. He was loving it. We we're going through a the... A few lachaims <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the brochures. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, buy Sammy's and another Sammy's. And I see, I see. <laughs> so, but uh, he helped. And uh, that was an expertise that he gave uh, for free. And he knew I would never... And I didn't even say, could I pay you something? It was silly to say that. Right. So I want to ask one last question as we do have to wrap up soon. Sure. For younger leaders, for, for leaders who are, who, are not like, who are not yet leading people, but they have that leadership aspect in them and people look to them uh, and they're early on in their careers, what can they do to affect change if they are in a big organization that, doesn't, that they don't feel has the culture of giving yet? What can a young person do to, to bring it to their organization? That's great. Love your question, Sean. Uh, so we had that. I think we when people say they love my questions, it means, <laughs> God, you're making me think now. Yeah, you're all making me think, which is good. Um, that, it's a good, uh, I think what we had that, we had that recently, we had a, a young lady, uh, I wouldn't say that the company doesn't have a culture of giving, but uh, she pushed them. She, she went to management level, she went to her manager, um, she suggested something, he kind of was a bit lukewarm to it. She went up, you know, she went back to him, said, I'd, I'd like this to go up to another level. Um, that's the protocol. He couldn't really argue with her. He, he heard it and she sent it to the next level and someone on that level thought it was a very good idea and they got involved in a, in a very nice way and very financially beneficial way for us. So I, I encourage people don't take no for an answer. Go through the channels. Make sure that you're not being obviously chutzpahdik and rude and uh, you know, not listening to authority. But you're allowed to. You're allowed to s suggest things that will better the world. And uh, and someone up there in the, the upper management saw that and said, let's run with it. So I see a lot of the time that sometimes all it takes is consideration from someone with the authority to say yes. Because exactly. a lot of people might not have the authority to say, you know, it, it might be my department, but how can I go and blow money on, on charity rather than making money, which is my job right. for the business. But once it gets to a level where someone can say yes, it will get considered. And they, and that's what they it see that's in part of the strategy of the company and the, the ethos and the culture and then exactly what happens. So yeah, don't take no for an answer. If you were to be recommending one piece of advice or maybe a book to read or a podcast or a video to watch or listen to, a podcast to listen to or a video to watch, if you were to recommend something about giving, whether it's advice or some way to learn, um, to all the people listening, what would be your advice? So, so there's a book uh, by a famous rabbi called Rav Dessler, and he wrote a number of essays, short essays about giving, about givers and takers especially, and he's very clear that there is no in-between. Every, every opportunity in a person's life is either a giving moment or you're a taking moment. There's no sitting on the fence in this. Um, and there are a number of short essays. I would say those are great essays. They're in English. Uh, it's called Strive for Truth. Strive for Truth by Rabbi Dessler. Right. And that book has got, a, like I said, a number of essays about giving, about kindness, about charity, about love, uh, about free choice and other, th other good topics. But, but really deals extensively with the idea of givers and takers. And I think it's a great opportunity to delve into it a little bit and see it from a uh, deeper mystical point even. Rabbi Sands, thank you so much for joining me on the studio tonight, coming all the way out here. Will you just give us very quickly, if someone wants to get involved with GIFT or they want to get their business involved in GIFT, what's the website? What's the sure. contact details? Thank you so much for having me. It's really been a pleasure. That's www.jgift.org and uh, they can get involved, info at jgift.org and we have got a number of opportunities, volunteering, 
Those are the platforms to really work the giving muscle. Uh, things for everyone. That's what we saw in lockdown. There were over 10 initiatives, uh, different things for different people, cooking to driving to you know packing to all these different things that allow people to get involved and help other people. And, and give and build that culture of giving. Exactly. Thank you once again. If you are listening on social media, uh, do leave a comment down below. Let me know what you think. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube or wherever else you may be listening and watching. You're also welcome to connect with me on Instagram at draw.w. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Send me a message. Uh, send me an email. Um, yeah, wherever else you like to get in touch. I love hearing your feedback and your thoughts. So please do Share them. Have a great night and keep making magic. And we're out. That was cool. That was fun. Great, thank you. Can I ask you, James, can you take a photo for me, sure, please? Of course. This is fun for me, too. Hey, it's Draw. I just want to tell you about my new book. It's called Business Doesn't Grow on Trees and it's all about marketing for non-marketers. Because if you're a founder, an entrepreneur, a sole trader or a CEO, you know that your business needs to be generating revenue and the path to that is marketing. It's called Business Doesn't Grow on Trees. Go search on Amazon. You can get it around the world. It's just £10 and the Kindle version is even cheaper. And I would love to be able to help you with your marketing and your generation of revenue in your business with a simple tool such as a £10 book. Have a great day. Thank you.